I'm ready to settle for Biden. We here at Friendsmen are ready to settle for Biden. Do you like Donald Trump? But are you just kind of like bored with him? Let's come together as a country and torture another septuagenarian politician for four years while our country devolves into a militant police state incapable and unwilling to change. Ever. Like ever. It's never going to change. I'm settling for Biden. Or else. Cue music. Friends and uh, friends, Mennonites, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, the best podcast that is both about the show Friends, which is known as The Friends Show, and also a show about two friends. Welcome to Friendsmen. Uh, with me as always, I'm JP, your host for the evening, and uh, with me as always is my best friend, your best friend, a friend to all, Nate. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing good, JP. We're on video right now, and I'm worried you're going to see me not laughing at any of your jokes. <laughs> oh, no. That's, oh, boy. This is going to be, wow. Huh. I'm just kidding. I laugh at all your I'm jokes. I'm sure. Well, I guess I'll see you tonight, huh, buddy? Did you ask me how I'm doing? I did. I said, how you doing? Nate, I'm doing Nate, great, let me tell you JP. Something. Every episode we've recorded, one of us has opened the episode with how you doing. I'm surprised you thing. didn't pick that up. Yeah. It's, it's actually a reference from the television show, The Friend Show. No, no, I don't think that could be right. Yeah, no. So, uh, so Nate, how you doing? From what character? Uh, what character says how you doing? Does Yoda say that? I want to say it's Marcel. Marcel. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Duck. Pretty sure. Okay. Okay, I'm doing good, JP. Yeah? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I've been home with my baby all week. Uh, I've been going to work at night. Which sucks, but that's getting rough. some stuff done. Yeah, that's rough. It's fine. You know what? Honestly, it's been a hundred degrees every day this week, so it's better than working during the day. Um, Valid. I, I appreciate that coming from Texas, where it's a hundred degrees every oh, day yeah. between June and I don't know October. You get it, and it's getting bad, dude. It's like every year there's like a, and it's it's usually in September. We're not even there yet. There's going to be like a period where it's like 110 degrees for like three weeks long. It's happened like for the past five years in a row. That's the worst. That is the worst. Yeah. I also don't believe in global warming. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. I mean, you read. <laughs> JP, how you doing? You know, I'm doing better. It's uh, it, it's it's things are good. I, uh, I, I I'm still working from home, still quarantined here. Um. My absolute, my absolute lovely fiance. Uh, she's on vacation this week, and uh, she she last night, and she may have had a drink or two, but she uh, she took my hand. She said, "You know what's amazing? I have seen almost no other human beings for four months, and I have seen you nonstop for four months, and I'm still having a really good time with you." And I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you're a That's sucker!" Sweet. And we all know Claire has some drinks. Please, we all know Claire's a drinker. She has. A lot of drinks, right, JP? I mean, she's known to imbibe sometimes. I wouldn't I wouldn't say she's like top ten, but 
No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's good, JP. I'm glad you're doing good. Yeah, yeah. So um, things, are, things are going well. And uh, I don't know. Just feeling really... I'm having a week of optimism. And that's really not only good, but surprising with some... Yeah, there's... Life continues to be hard. And I, this COVID stuff didn't make it harder necessarily life is just hard things happen yeah um and and nate i once again just thank you for being there for me as my friend i i I, you know i don't want to get too into it but it's just been uh a very hard week for me for some reasons and just it's really it's really nice to have you there always on the other end you're just always i wake up in the morning folks and I, i i have like five texts from nate every morning and oh hell yeah it's it hell yeah. and and he's got big ideas he's got good jokes and he also is just asking <laughs> me how i'm doing and like that it goes a long way JP, i start drinking and i get ideas dude <laughs> i get these ideas that we gotta we gotta get on top of them i got songs we gotta write yep, man yep no yeah we've got we've got ideas we're we're taking this podcast big time we were just on rounding down that was released today nate Oh yeah, that came out today. That was that was super fun to do, and I'm really. Uh, it was really fun to listen to again, and it was a great recording. Uh, Chid and Sai are fun guys. I like their podcast. I was laughing so hard. I was laughing harder listening to it than I even did during the recording. Like they, it was yes, it was just so much fun. And uh, I, the thing where Sai confused you with our friend Eli was <laughs> just a classic. Let's just say it was a bit, and it was a great. It was a well formulated bit by Sai. It's a great bit. I will also say that a little Easter egg, uh, the first episode of Rounding Down I did where I talked about Frozen, this was before you were even on the pod, JP. This is pre-JP. This is PJP. Whoa, whoa. Um, That sounds dark. I told them, oh yeah, I'm starting like a friend's podcast. Me and my wife hadn't done it for, you know, done the podcast for a couple of months. And I told him that it was called Central Pod. And I must have mumbled because he was like, Oh, okay. A friend's podcast called San Tropez. That's weird. <laughs> and I was like, "Isn't yeah, that like okay, a Black whatever?" I didn't or something. <laughs> I think so. It's a place or something. I don't know. I don't know. JP. I don't know places. Anyway, folks, you're listening to San Tropez. Yeah, that was funny too. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Neat. Let's. You know what. We haven't we haven't been on the mic with each other in a, a little bit here, and it's really good to hear your voice. But let's, yeah, it's good to see you. Oh, it's yeah, good to hear folks, your voice. Folks, technology is a coming. Uh, we are doing this via a Zoom meeting, so I am watching Nate react to everything that I say, and he looks a little. And the government is tracking my body movements, dude. It is learning how I move. It is learning how my face looks. It is learning how my body moves so that it can annihilate me using computers if it ever needs See, it's not going to happen to me because I switch it up. Ninja. Switch it up. Nice. Like, nice. oh, you think I'm going to smile here? Watch this. Guys, I just That's did a, a good really face, funny dude. face. Now, Nate, before we face. continue, I got to ask, are those blood stains on that door behind you? <laughs> uh no no and actually the door is 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 that has the blood on it is that way jp you can't see it it is behind the computer um i don't know why i'm facing this way uh i have everything in my garage moved out of the way so that i can do vr robot stuff and I'm, uh this was just the easiest way i'm glad you stepped all over my referential joke in order to give me facts 
Yeah, well, it's just the facts, Chippy. There's no blood back there because the blood is over there. <laughs> uh, what do you want to say about R- the blood? R.I.P. Clit. R.I.P. Clit. Rip Clit. <laughs> All right, Nate. We've got a lot to get Chippy, to. Chippy, for like four hours after that happened, I thought people were, were tweeting Rip Clit. I'm like, oh, no, 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 like, no, 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 fucking disgusting. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of people were in fact tweeting rip clit. Uh, and, and, yes. and it was in fact, disgustingly funny, but, uh, I, I was really the carrying, I, catch I was, up on I the was carrying the banner for the whole team <laughs> with the RIP clit Eastwood. Uh, I, 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 I tagged that as much as possible for like almost a week. For those of you listening, go to the Buzz, the Bazizio Buzzcast Twitch stream, uh, the Rain Body Fuel Lounge. I think it's the one that's like six hours long. Right in the beginning, I play a character called Clint Eastwood. And is that an is that an original character you invented, or it's a man I invented? Uh, I invented his mannerisms. Um, a bunch of people told me he sounded like Donald Trump when I was doing it, which was kind of funny. Uh... <laughs> I think we're all just getting kind of. Kind of trumped out, uh, which is why I'm settling for Biden. JP, I absolutely understand that we are sponsored by settling for Biden. Say it, say it. I, I am. I swear to God, JP, you need to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to settle for Biden. I'm going to. Thank you. They're going to come to my house if you don't say it. Oh well, no, no, no. For the um, sake of you, absolutely. Joe Biden is absolutely a man who is running for president. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. I only work in facts here. All right, Nate. That's funny. I, we, Joe we, Biden is a man who is running for president. It's true. It's absolutely true. I, 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 I've been saying, but like, I really think it's time for an old white man to get his chance. We've really, you know, let's see what he has those to fucking say. Fucking videos, dude. Brings. Those, those videos that came out this week of Trump, the the HBO Trump interview, and then. Somebody asked Biden about like Trump saying that he needs a cognitive test just to like get a comment on it, and like he asked he asked the person who asked, the the journalist who asked him if he was high on crack and if he needed a crack test. I think it was a coke test, but yes, coke it was, test. It was incredibly offensive. It very offensive. If I'm not mistaken, it was, was black it was, it was too. A black, uh, it was a black journalist yep. that he was talking to, and then and then also continued to like completely fumble the statement that he made after that, saying that he didn't need a cognitive test. He's like, I don't know, dude. I don't want to talk. No, about no, it. we're we're in good times and everything is great. Remember, folks, settle for Biden. What else are you gonna do? I'm settling for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Is that okay? <sighs> is that good? Okay. Oh, oh, we have a Nikki watch. Nikki watch. No, I'm talking to the person holding a gun to my head next to the screen. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> that's only during sex, JP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate, we got a lot to catch up on. Are you ready to dig in? Yeah, let's dig in. I want to talk homework assignments. I'm going to want to talk about what we both did for homework. And let's start with Nate. We had a guest on here, our good friend Henry, and Henry, came up. Henry made a recommendation, and that recommendation was The American Friend. Nate, I would like to hear your thoughts on The American Friend. I didn't watch it because I don't respect Henry. Uh, I'm sorry, do you want to say that again? I didn't watch the movie mm-hmm. because I don't respect Henry's opinions on art. Did you watch it? 
Nate, that's neither here nor there. I think we really need to address the 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 elephant in the room. Our our guest, our lovely guest, the first guest we've had that neither of us has slept with. And you're gonna come at yeah, Henry like true. this? You're gonna come at Henry like this. Um I'm gonna watch it, JP. I'm gonna watch it. I downloaded it. Let me put it that way. Let me put it that way, Henry. Friggin' Henry, get off my back. Herney. I downloaded it, okay? I've got it. I downloaded it. I converted it to an MP3 format. I'm ready to watch it. Just got to find the time. I said I've been working nights, all right? Working I don't nights. have time to watch working in the coal Ernie's mine. movies. All right. Well, let's let's put a pin in that one, and uh, I guess we will discuss that at a future date. So, Nate, you had another homework assignment. Tell me how it, fucking good that fucking ramen was, dude. I'm telling you, it's like it, it's dude. the simplest trick and it elevates it so much. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Tell me. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. All right. One, still very scared to go into a grocery store. That's valid. And the one time I did, I I looked for the noodles, JP. I looked for the noodles. And when I look for stuff in grocery stores, I get like real ADD about it and I like don't see it. And then I spend like 45 minutes just getting more and more pissed off. And I didn't have time to do that, JP, because of the virus. And then I also tried to get somebody to deliver all the ingredients to me, and they couldn't find the noodles. Um, I think the problem is my Caucasian-ass grocery store. Um, but I am going to make it, JP. I am going to make it. I, I believe um, in you, and if you need help, if you need me to send you a pack of them, I, I've got... I mean, we keep them stocked up. That might not be a bad idea. You know what? I can. Honestly. Now, I will say... our Because I have, I have everything else. I, 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 our mutual friend, Jeff, who lives in... Uh, who? Jumpf. Jump, who? Jump Gerbson. Jerf? Uh, yes, you know him by his nickname. Oh, I know Jerry. Yeah, no, he was able to find them, and he lives in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I don't know. So you live in California. I feel like maybe you're just yeah, I should be able to find enough. it. I didn't look hard enough. That's what I told you, JP. Yeah. Is that I couldn't find them. I got freaked out because someone sneezed on me. Ew, ew. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. Did they lick your face? Did they lick the sneeze off of your face? Did they put their they tongue up your nose? They were coming at me to lick my face, to lick the sneeze off my face, dude. Did they get up the nose, though? Because that's where the, the sneeze particles were going to go. So if they didn't put their tongue up there, you probably got COVID. So, JP, we did do one of our homework assignments, right? Nate, let's talk about this. Okay, I'm going to talk about it. I, we okay? will, but let, so, me, let, me, let me set this up for everybody. So, uh, Nate had said when you watch this movie um please let me know i want to watch it with you i said i said it's one of my favorite movies of all time you did i i was not gonna back you into that corner but um you, but you were insistent. i said it i said you it were insistent, and i thought you were just being like friendly but you were like no, no 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 when are you guys gonna watch it we set a date my lovely fiance and nate's lovely wife also joined I told us. you to bring your wife. Yep. Um, so we had, and then we opened a text thread and we just texted live texted the movie. And Nate, I've got to say this about the movie. I had such a good time with you and Nikki and Claire. And JP, I shut the hell up for just a minute. Shut the fuck together. up. That's that's if I have one takeaway, this, this movie is called that I had a good quest. JP watching the movie. 
It's called Vision Quest. It's about wrestling. It's about high school wrestling. I wrestled in high school, JP. It is about high school wrestling, JP. It's about it's about learning to be a man. Okay. It's about deciding who you want to be in life. And it's about setting a goal. And whatever that goal is, meeting that goal head on, no matter how much resistance you get from your community or how hard it is physically, you go towards that goal and you conquer it. It's a metaphor for great sports movies, JP. And it's super weird and, and, and interesting. And everyone's such a great actor. And, and, and well, I'm sorry, you look like you want to say something. I just uh, literally everything you just said about this movie is false. Literally. Other than there are actors in this movie. I will give you that. There, there are definitely people technically delivering lines that were ostensibly written for them to deliver in front of a camera. So in that regard, absolutely, this is a movie. JP, I disagree. These are actors at the height of their game, like fucking killing it with material that may not be that great, but it is elevated to an extreme. All right. Linda Fiorentino super hot in this movie and i'm always definitely the one that's like okay ease up ease up but she was she was she was super hot in this movie um everything else about this movie was problematic nate do you want me to start with the representations of native americans in the movie no because honestly dude that's not even the biggest problem we need to talk about me to start literal rape as we were watching it nikki claire and i could not get past that you had somehow glossed over in your mind, which is our main character, our hero, attempts to rape the love interest in the movie. I mean, and the end, the result of his attempted rape is that she's now into him. <laughs> or do you want to talk about the entire fucking Oedipal aspect of this movie in which she's basically his surrogate mother, but they're banging. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So Look, the movie, the movie, JP's right. The JP's right. There's, there's, there's a bad scene right in the middle of this movie. No, 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 no. Right in like the first 15 minutes of this movie. No, it's right in the middle. No, JP. it is not. It is. A, no, 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 no. It is we have because we, we, we introduce the wrestle. It's not the inciting incident. It's right dead set in the middle. I promise you that. And, and what I want to say is like, Honestly, I'm so glad that like I watched it with you and you guys were like <laughs> able to make fun of me the entire time for like loving this like terrible 80s movie that promotes. OK, such in stuff. my defense, I tried to ease up because Nikki and Claire were coming. at no, you. No, it's fucking fine. Hard, it's man. totally real deserved. hard. And also, to be fair, when I recommend this movie, OK, <laughs> I, I pitch it to people as a great sports movie. And then also a really bad movie that's like aged terribly because there's there's a romance between a high school student and a much older woman. She's so only twenty one. I was I was aware of of a certain type of rape in this movie that I thought was he's, super funny. No, he's, he's eighteen. She's twenty one. I'm, I'm not. That's not what no, we're talking she's, about. She's older than twenty one. She says she's twenty one. Does she really? Yeah, she says I've been 21 since I was 14. But that doesn't, that's, that's well, a Well, if line. this is your favorite movie, I'd feel like you'd know more I, of the dialogue I, from the movie. I always thought she was like 26. No, Let me put no, it that she's, she's supposed to Just, be young. 
much, much older. Like the point of the movie is the older wait, 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 woman. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, falls sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me kid. take a deep breath as you tell me the point of this pro rape movie. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Hi, Nikki. JP says hi. She can't hear you. I got my headphones in. Okay, Nate. Now, I, now I that we're alone, now that about. we're alone, go ahead and tell me what the point of this pro rape movie was. I, I, obviously, we didn't want Nikki to hear your enthusiasm so JP, for this. Obviously, when they wrote it in the eighties, this was all fine. Okay, <laughs> it was cool. It was good. <laughs> it was a happy ending. It is presented oh in this God. movie as it was I a know. good thing that he physically assaulted her and tried to tear her shirt off and threw yeah, her on yeah. a bed. It's bad. It has it's good bad. effects. And, and she likes him. When it that. was when it was happening, I was like, oh fuck, I can't but like <laughs> this is the world I live in, JP. No, I'm serious. This is the world I live in because I recommend movies to people like Bone Tomahawk. Fucking great where movie. A cowboy gets cut in half at the end from balls to head. It's not at the end, that's in the middle. You need to figure out I your fucking time. I swear markers. to fucking God, JP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't he gets field dressed before they eat him. Sure. Look, you Bone keep saying that. What does movie. that mean? Field dressed is what you do to like when you hunt a deer and then you want no, to. No, they didn't field dress him. They chopped him in half. No, 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 JP. no. They slid him down the middle and then they took out his organs so that JP. what they had was his limbs, which is the meat that you actually want to eat. JP, they held him upside down Nate. and split him in half. Yes, you saw Nate. his back you need to, separated. Nate, you need, I'm just saying. You need to look up what field dressing is. What they did to him is exactly field dressing. Okay. Moving on. Nah, nah, um, nah, nah. you got to look it up. I agree. I, I agree. It's field dressing. There you go. They field dressed um, a cowboy. This is the this is the world I live in. JP is Are is like I recommend beings. I recommend movies to people, and I'm just terrified that they're gonna hate them. It's like when I recommended Drag Across Concrete to Henry. Like that movie shook me because of how like awfully racist it is, but. There's like a nugget of truth in there that's like worth watching and I'm very sorry, interesting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Back up. 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 So there's a racist movie that you're describing as there's a nugget of truth in there. Yeah. So, 100%. So, we talked so about like, it last so like episode with Henry. Like, I, I mean, no, what are we talking about? No, like Birth of a Nathan. Nathan oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> this episode... It's called. No, 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 the, no. Wait, there's one more point I want to talk about with your with, anyway. with your favorite movie of all time, Vision Quest. And it yes, is this. Please, come on. The movie is called Vision Quest. And that seems weird because it is a full oh, yeah, right, 80s right, right. movie. And fucking goddamn, the soundtrack of this movie was so good. Like every fucking song was a banger. And I think what I said Madonna on the text, is in the Madonna's movie. Madonna's in the movie performing a great song, Crazy for You. Um, which then they bring, they reprise that song. I believe it was like seven times in the movie. And they play it like eight times. <laughs> um, but the other songs were all like fucking bangers from like the eighties. And, and I think my, my thought was it must've been at a time when they only just realized you could put music like this. That's popular into a movie. Um, I think another, another possibility is that like some, some sort of producer, like, 
had a personal relationship with Madonna and was like, I've got this cool like sports movie. Absolutely. Do you want to like throw all your music on the soundtrack? Absolutely. But it's, it's Madonna is a very small, but important slice of the soundtrack. And there's just so many good songs on there. And I, I think it just came before licensing music became incredibly, incredibly sure. expensive. Um, yeah, that's true. That was a cool. Aspect. Also, I, I, I find Matthew Modine very hunky in this movie. Respectfully. Too. Our our significant others were were really our wives were not into any of the guys in these movies because they they're like they're like eighties guys you know what I mean they're like it, it's a different type of hot and it's also like a different type of filmmaking where like like if this movie was made today everybody would be like oiled down and like look perfect oh but like so in like the, 80s, the, uh, the that's hype just Williams, like wasn't possible hype Williams uh, belly kind kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Nate, do you know Mike Williams? What? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <gasps> Nate, have you ever seen any rap video from roughly 1996 to 2003? Sure. Hype Williams directed all of them. Oh, okay. Fish-eyed lens. People yeah, okay. in puffy suits. Uh, Missy Elliott yeah. in a trash bag, for instance. Sil- silver they're, clothes. They're often, yes, silver clothes. Yes, you're thinking of Puff Daddy. He had a famous one. Um, TLC had a famous one. And Hype Williams, but he directed a movie called Belly. Anyway, we'll talk about this another time. Oh, I think I know what you're talking nah, about. We'll talk about it another time. So the, the other thing that before we can move on, the other thing I need to say about this movie is it's called Vision Quest which doesn't make sense for it being a movie about a white Midwestern wrestler in a town full of white folks doing white person things, um, including trying to rape women. Why is it called Vision Quest? Oh, it's because there's another guy on his team who rides a motorcycle and has feathers in his hair. And he's like, no, 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 I'm half Indian is what he says. And I looked it up and what he actually, I think what he meant was native American. Um, I think I, but I know. And like, I looked it up and I, I don't think he meant the, the, like the country, the subcontinent. Um, no, he meant native American. I think he meant native American. And <laughs> he has a uh, mohawk and, and, with feathers. And, and then he goes and he goes, he's like talking about a vision quest and our hero, Matthew Modine is on a vision quest. And then later in the movie, it's revealed that the very white looking dude with a mohawk and feathers in his hair is not actually half Native American. So except you also had a little bit of egg on your face, dude, because you want to make fun of him for saying that he's Native American when he's not. Mm -hmm. And turns out that he's only doing that because his dad hits him and beats him and he doesn't have anything going on in his life that's worth anything. He just makes up shit about how he's an Indian. And I bet you feel sorry, really bad for making fun of him, he's don't you, JP? That he's Native American. Uh, I said Native American. And no, I, I don't feel like I have any egg on my face. Uh, they named the movie after this guy claiming it was a vision quest. So the thing is, it's not a vision quest. I think if and anything, he was this on movie kind of a vision called, quest, wasn't he, JP? Uh, based on fake, fake stories told by the fake Native American about, hey, that's a about real a thing, JP. That's a real Native oh, American Sure. Thing. I mean, I've heard the term. I don't know that I could tell you what it actually is or that 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 Modine was even on a fa- fucking vision quest. He was. But like, you know, Homer Simpson ate the spicy peppers and then he met that that fox. And so like, you know. Yeah, that's also a vision quest. All of these are vision quests. I mean, what even what even is a vision when you quest? Come, who can, when you who, come to who California. To tell us what a vision quest is. 
Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. And when you come to California, <laughs> you're going to bring me mushrooms from Herney. Oh, and yeah. we are going to have our own vision quest in the desert uh, with no resources whatsoever. Just just loincloths and knives. I can, can I bring snacks, though? Yeah, you can bring snacks. Okay, so there's like some resources. Snacks? Yeah, that's probably the most important resource. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, oh, I win. No, I won. I won. I'd rather have I'd rather have a knife than a snack. Now Nate, I, I hear some I hear some uh some 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 incinerating going on and uh JP, it, you're watching me smoke like weed. It's, it's don't exhaling. I don't I, I was gonna ask insinuate. if that was if that was if that was the uh the devil's cabbage or if that was Keep uh, going, I'll just let you talk. I'll go do a fat ass dab. Fucking do it, dude. Hold on, like this? Yeah, like that. There we go. Folks, uh, visual humor on a podcast is always funny. Nate We're dabbing. Dabbed. Nate dabbed. JP dabbed too. <laughs> What's this episode snitch, called, dude. JP? This is the one with the, was it, with the one with the dozen lasagnas? The one with a dozen lasagnas. Because Monica's aunt fucked her. I don't know that I watched the same show that you did. Monica fucked her aunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I did. I did. I did. It was. Shit, it was a shit. I've got. I've got a different tab. I, I open. believe. I believe it was called "This Ain't the Friends Show." Oh no, JP. No. <laughs> no. I don't even know what that is, dude. I don't even get that joke. Um, I also don't get that joke. The one with a dozen the lasagna. The one with the dozen Mama lasagna. Um. Let's start it out with the humming bit. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say very strong. (laughs) Very strong cold open on this episode. It's good. It's good. It was was a non sequitur, but it it, it builds the brand. They they get to do these kinds of things moving forward. It was unrelated to anything else. It's funny, too, when when they finish and he switches to the I Dream of Genie trying to do it again. And Chandler goes, no, stop. No. We did it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> it's, it's good. No, it was. It was. It was. It was maybe my favorite cold open so far because they weren't trying to do anything other than just make a fucking goofer. Yeah, and was truly a cold open, non-related to like anything else yes. going on. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, and then we cut to Monica pulling. I gotta say, it must be at least six lasagnas out of the oven. And uh, I think it's more than that, JP. He's like, it was like seven, eight. Keep going. Keep going. It's like 20? You think it was 20? No, that's too high. I think it was like 13. No one's going to, no, no one will ever know how many lasagnas, but she had lasagnas, pulled them out of the oven and, uh, and she's on the phone. She's arguing with her aunt. With her aunt. Yes. Yes. Sill. Is that what it was? Sill. I think so. No. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, it's, I think it's irrelevant, but yeah, no. And they like the aunt. Yeah, we never meet. We never meet aunt Sill. Uh, yeah, the, the aunt wanted vegetarian lasagnas, and Monica's all, well, if I'd known you wanted vegetarian lasagnas, I would have made you vegetarian. I, it's just a, it, it's a weird hook. That's a runner for the episode. She's just giving, yeah, she's just giving lasagnas to everybody. Right. So this is the lasagna giving episode. Now, what is going on with our friends, Nate? 
Ross is like putting away his uh, baby books that he read. He did. And he did. Asking he, him. I believe he says, uh, uh, you could, you could, you could put me in any uterus without a map and I'd find my way out. Which yep. Is, I, I, that was, the show is beginning to develop those great jokes like that, that are just so smart and stupid. And it's just like, it's a beautiful, it, I'm going to tell you fr- fr- straight up. This was a this was a good episode. I laughed a lot at this episode. It's not, yeah, there it's were a not, lot of funny parts in this episode. It's a, it's a bad episode. episode. It's, yeah. it's it's the the events of it are terrible. We got so many cancellations in this episode. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. All right. So 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 Ross reading the baby books and uh, and then Joey Joey makes a joke about Ross's what size Ross's baby is, and then Ross's baby talking to him. Mm-hmm. And and asks, what's a lesbian daddy? And that's like the 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 button on that joke. Very um, funny. It's, it's very funny. It's funny. Um, it's funny. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way just because of the friends' overall attitude about lesbian jokes. They make a lot of them. I, if but you're I do, not, I if do you're think not that, straight and white, then you're abnormal. That's right. Yep. That's right. If you're not straight and right, white, then that's not right. Uh, <laughs> no, don't turn it into a t-shirt. <laughs> Nobody clip that, please. No, not out of context. Jesus Christ. Um, but I, I, I will say that, like this joke, I related to it in a certain way, just because it seem it feels like the type of innocuous joke that you would make to your friends that that doesn't. It's it's not bad. I I don't know. No, I no, no. It was it was it was ribbing, and and the thing where Joey was talking as the baby was was cute it was yeah. it was funny it's it's the way that you yeah, actually like you rib a good friend and 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 it was never mean-spirited it's just that in the context of the world we live in now where we yeah don't do that <laughs> it was, it was and rachel and Paolo, rachel and Paolo fucking come in and i want to fucking slit my throat right away holy fucking shit the fucking the way that he rubs his nose against her and then fucking like sticks his tongue all the way down into her lungs. Like it was, it, it bleh. God, yeah. I can't wait until we get rid of Pal. I'm, I'm, and I'm doing, I am getting sick of him. They're doing like uh-huh. dumb uh-huh. Poconos. couple stuff. Poconos. Poconos. Hey, fun Poconos. fact. She's teaching him English in quotation. Fun fact. I learned how to ski at six years old in the Poconos. That's cool. Like the You're a skier, JP? I'm a skier. I, it was the last thing my parents kind of taught me, did for me, before they inevitably got divorced. Not long after, but I learned to ski. We have My uncle has a cabin up in the Poconos. I freaking love the poke a nose. Never been there. Sounds nice. On the fucking East Coast, you chump. Nikki uh, goes to Cape Cod with her family. A lot, or used to a lot, and they've been they've been wanting us to go there. So I think that's my next trip on the East Coast. But Pocono sounds nice, especially if they're skiing. I like uh, ski tent. Poconos. I, I mean, it's not it's not Colorado, it's not Vermont. It, it, it's but it's it, it's really great, and it, it, they they've yeah. really built tourist towns around people coming in to ski. So like, there's always shit. So anyway, That's this cool. episode is brought to you not only by Saddle for Biden, but also for by the Poconos. The Poconos. Hey, we're kind of mountains too. Uh, Poconos. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. 
Go to the Poconos. So yeah, so 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 Rachel. Here's another joke that ages poorly. Oh no, which one? Ross says he's going to call immigration. <laughs> uh, Claire, who is the bigger fan of Friends in this household, nearly walked out of the room and 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 was just ranting about ice. And they didn't want to tell her that ice wasn't in existence at the time. But yeah, like it's it's innocuous when they wrote it, but. But it's also yeah, not. It's also, it, it's also not like I mean. Oh, oh! I'm an entitled white man who is trying to assert my male privilege over this woman who is my future possession. And the way that I will yeah. that I'll make that happen is to no, call I know, immigration right, like, on on a guy who may in fact be here legally. But if I call immigration, well, it's going to cause a lot of what problems. What I'm saying to him. is is they they weren't thinking about it that way. Obviously, like. Look, nobody said, I, I, nobody I said know, friends are woke. No, of course not. Nate, you look defeated by my take. No, 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 you're right. Argument. It's not, it, it, there's no, there's no, I mean, it, it, it there's no justification for it. <laughs> it was a joke. I'm sorry, but the fun of talking about no, this no, show no, is, I'm not, is I'm not defeated by you. I'm defeated by the show. <laughs> yeah, no, there was no mindfulness about it because just like lesbians are a joke, so are right. people who aren't white. Uh, a joke. So again, friends, the show for straight white folks. Friends, are you white? Friends. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How about this? Friends, are you white? Then we can be friends. Yeah, there you go. There, there you That's go. It. JP, all of our favorite podcasts are talking about friends all the time. All right, we're having Hollywood a Handbook right now. I, I feel like Hollywood Handbook listening. keeps bringing the friends up. Mm-hmm. The Doughboys keep bringing the friends up. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, man, if Truanon has a friends episode, I'm going to freak out. Nate, number one, we're in the zeitgeist now and people are talking about friends because we're talking about friends. We're bringing it back. People have been sleeping on this show. Nobody's watched it in 20 years and we're bringing it back. So number one, if anyone's talking about it now, it's only solely because of us. That's true. Friends is like the low key cool show that nobody's ever heard of. Number two, Claire made delicious non tonight for our chicken tikka masala that we had. Absolutely non is bread. Yes, she okay. uh, she 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 and she grilled it, and it was the best homemade non I've ever had. And that's then, how you're like supposed to cook it, right? Uh, technically, they have like this giant fiery uh, urn looking thing, right? But you, like, I imagine like a side. I imagine like a grill, like an open flame, just produces more of a, a you get that a natural, on yeah. the outside. It was so fucking good. So then Claire was making non jokes, uh, puns, if you will, on the Twitter, and uh, I came in hot with a uh, true, a non joke because you got me listening to that podcast, and I was like, ah, true anon, because see the bread though it's spelled true. differently. Uh, it's nah. it, it's pronounced non, and there's a podcast called True Anon. You so, got to get her to say, "This is not," and you say, "True Anon." I I you know what I, I give me a little give me a little credit. I struggle. No, I, the I'm, I'm just building get off it. I love it. I love it. Here. I love it. Never mind. Never mind. Nobody nobody said anything about un- True Anon because they your You've recommendation. I was trying to bond, but I guess oh, go ahead and workshop my joke instead. I think about you every time I listen to it because I talk about so much legal stuff. I that the the episode you recommended was fucking awesome. The uh, Ken Klippenstein one. Yes, yes. And then 
Ernie, our friend Ernie, uh, told me they, they do, they do the, they have these episodes that I've heard two of. It's a four part series called Bush did nine 11. <laughs> it's just basically about how like it's nine 11 conspiracies and it's no, it's no jet fuel melting or anything. It's more like building the Patriot act and like actual stuff that like actual conspiracies revolving around nine 11 and how they've led to today. And there's a four hour YouTube video that I've now watched called oh. Bush did nine 11, all four parts. And oh it's no. Fantastic. Nate, Nate, no, it's no. so good. dude. It's so good. It's so good. JP, don't get me started. Don't even get me started. I, to be fair. I didn't. I, you, you got yourself started there. They found the hijackers passports in the rubble JP. Right. Because they flew the planes into the, but why do they have all of their passports they were just being completely efficient and 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 completionist shut the fuck up jp back to friends (laughs) um all right so joey's joey's baby talk is cute and funny joey's baby talk is cute and funny and then um um okay so we've we've got a couple things going on and and the most important emotional storyline of the entire thing is is ross and joey uh, they leave with the lasagna, and then they go back into their apartment. Chandler and Joey, JP. Sorry, I, I, I'm going to get confused here, and here's why. That's okay. I continue okay. to refer to Ross and Monica as Ross and Rachel, and that also yeah, I've done that a few times too. That also, I because in this episode we're talking about today, yeah, I, they're really setting up like a Ross and Monica thing. Like they 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 kissed each other. They they. They playfully no. patted on each other during JP, the cold stop open. It. Like JP, they, stop it! Right they, now. When they won the foosball game, they fucking straight up smooched in a way where I was like, "Damn, that's some Paulo level." Like that tongue's going they all really the way kiss through. After the, it's going all the way through and like coming out the bottle, and suddenly you got a tongue. Did they tail. really kiss after the foosball I mean, game. It was a cheek kiss, but they were very affectionate. It's weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but. The point is, yes, Joey and Chandler. The uh, table table. arc is is the A arc. That's what I care about. Absolutely. Honestly, I think it is. And I think that the storylines coming off of that are pretty fucking great. And, you know, so the table breaks. And then when when Joey and Chandler are are eating the lasagna together on each other's knees. Adorable. It was adorable. Um, That's true. Yep. Uh, you find out that Joey broke the last table after he had sex on it with a girl and left an imprint of his ass in the butter. As one does. So Joey is canceled for having sex on top of communal roommate butter. It's not the table that I'm bothered with. It's the butter that is unhygienic. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yep. I like, just move the butter. Yep. Don't have don't a little fucking press respect your, your ass cheeks into butter. a into a soft piece of butter. That's disgusting. I completely agree. Now, when they're shopping, and that part's adorable too, because 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 yes, that's so funny. Because 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 Joey wants like the, the one table, and then it's like Chandler's it's like, like me and Nikki and IKEA. Oh, is that what it's like? Oh, dude, don't don't take Claire to IKEA, dude. No, I love Ikea. and, and I do too, but don't take Claire there together. It's just the the entire place is designed to make you fight. Wow. I don't think we fought at Ikea. 
Really? We've mostly fought when I'm trying to fucking build the IKEA furniture afterwards. Well, that too. That's, she's that's, just got to go away when like, you're doing okay, that. You yes, absolutely. <laughs> because she wants you to, she's telling you things to do, but she doesn't understand what she's talking about, JP. I, and it's, I, I'm this talking is about not Nikki. my narrative at all. I'm talking about Nikki. And it's not a man and woman thing. It's just that, like, she's not, uh, anyway. IKEA is designed to make couples fight. I guarantee that it's designed to make you fight and get out of there with the most expensive item. I I would argue that IKEA is designed around people bringing their monkeys in winter coats in for other people to observe. That's a great video. Ah, God, I miss that IKEA monkey. I hope he's doing okay. He's definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's horrible. That's horrible. Oh man! Well, it was the the the, the R.I.P. R.I.P. Coat Monkey. Oh, no, he's still alive. <laughs> Stop it! Winter Coat no. IKEA Monkey is still alive. He overheated. All right, that's possible. That is possible. I think they were. I think they were in like Iceland or something, though. No, so it's yeah, like... I'm sure they. I'm sure his owners <laughs> treat him really well. <laughs> All right. So I was, was going to point out that, 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 that there was a like, like Chandler seems fixated on the birds, the birds, the birds table. And, and Joey and, wants bugs. Right. And Joey wants the ladybugs. And then Chandler makes a comment. That's a, the, the former roommate. He's like, Oh, what's his name? Is it Kip? Kip. Yeah, it's Kip. Uh, Kip would Kip like, Kip the, like the birds. <laughs> was, and I didn't even know about like that joke i wouldn't have caught it if you hadn't like pointed pointed out that kip is the former roommate that he'll he'll do this 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 joke with. yeah we never see kip um joey gets or chandler gets a roommate named eddie who's a crazy guy next season i think and then uh we also eventually see uh the person that Chandler picked as a roommate instead of Joey. Uh, but Mr. Heckles scares him away or tricks him to go away. So he has to go with his second choice, who is Joey. Spoilers. Those are spoilers mm-hmm. for the show, friends. Yeah. That has been out for 30 yep. years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So, so, so ultimately, they get a foosball table. Yes, they get a foosball table, which is very funny. Um, let's talk about the scenes with Susan, uh, in, in Carol's apartment. All right. I, it's, uh, <sighs> Ross tries so hard. Now the storyline here is yeah. cute. And, and if you were going to write like a romantic comedy, like this could be the through line for a whole hour and a half movie. Like he doesn't well, yeah, know. It's a- the gender yeah. of his baby and and every I mean the whole knows the whole Susan Carol Ross dynamic is just so like I mean it is innovative because they were the first ones to ever do it but it's such like a 90s like sitcom premise like the good the good dad trying to get along with uh the the lesbian parents of his ex-wife who's having his baby like it's just such a complicated 90s sitcom premise and 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 with the framing of like joey making fun of it earlier like they're not they're not respecting it is played for laughs 
there are a yeah. lot of things that are played for laughs, and we'll we'll, we'll get into that when we talk about at, at uh, the same TV time. And Paolo, they... But it, oh, there's yeah. there's there's a lot of things that are played for laughs that it's just like. Yeah, but also, like, you could tell this story in still a funny way, but where you don't take pot shots at the fact that they're lesbians. Sure. And you don't sure. take pot shots at the fact that he has trouble with the fact that they're lesbians. Like, right. There, I mean, counterpoint, there was the funny I mean, I, joke about. Yeah, I will say it is funny when he has problems with that. Like, that is what's funny. Um, but then when you combine that with the show's overall attitude towards it. Yeah. It, it feels a little weird now. Yes. Um, yeah, I, mean, I will say at the same time as them making jokes as, at them, it does feel like they 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 do a lot to try to make them just seem like real normal people. And, and sometimes they go a little far with like the decorations in their apartment or the way that they're dressed or something. But I think in the 90s that was trying to be conscious of it and not trying to be offensive in any way. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It, 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 the show walks a very fine line. It's trying yeah. very hard to be mindful and whatever 1994 woke was or 1995 at this point. But simultaneously, it is always coming from a white male perspective. Yeah, like, it, it's it, it, interesting it, to see what they still got wrong. Yep. Yep. While trying to be woke. Yep. But like, yeah, you know, so like on the one hand, they're playing this for jokes that he's dealing with having a child with his his wife and and the the whole premise being that like she has she now knows the gender of the baby and and ross doesn't want to know and it leads to some funny jokes and and also a very heartfelt reveal at the end but you know do you it's not do you relate to that at all would you ever want to not know the sex like have it be a surprise so I romanticize things like that. And, sure. and, and so I, 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 you know, I, there's a part of me that would want to play that game, but there's another part of me that's just like, yeah, just tell me I, that'll help me get yeah, to a totally. better you mental place. Know. To, Absolutely. To, 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 to but prepare. also I, w- I wouldn't begrudge anyone for wanting to have like fun no, with it and be surprised. Yeah. Harmless. It's harmless. Yeah. No. What about you? Did you know the first and do you know oh, yeah. the second? Yeah, it's a boy. The second is a boy. Mm, uh, we had a baby, it's a boy. We had a baby, it's a boy. Uh, call me back real quick. This is a collect call. Uh, oh, you I know get that, that reference. reference. Yeah, okay. I get the reference, JP. I was alive yeah, in 1993. This is Joe. I saw freaking. I saw Carrot Top's freaking uh, collect call commercials. He's probably probably made so much fucking money off those. That was not we should Carrot have. Top. No, I know that wasn't Carrot Top, but the same com- like series of commercials had ones where Carrot Top would call Collect. He would tell you to call Collect. Did he use um, oversized comical props? I hope so. We should have Carrot Top on the Carrot pod. Top, listen, I think you are fucking cut as hell, and I'm not going to say a word about great. how much plastic surgery. When I say cut, I'm talking about your workout body, yeah, not, his body not what, what you did to your face. Not his face got fucked up, that. and that's not his fault. I, I don't blame him for that. He, you know, everyone you was trying, tried to get work done in Hollywood. He well, he got it, but he didn't fuck up his own face. Somebody tricked him into fucking up his own face. Um, Chairman of the Board is one of my favorite movies of the of, of all time, and we should watch that movie. Okay, for and ladies and gentlemen, this is again a disclaimer that we now have to add to don't, the show. When Nate says a movie is one of his favorite movies, you can expect problems. Hopefully, Chairman of the Board does not... Well, you would have said the same thing about Vision Quest a week ago. No, I knew 
No. Because what you told I all knew, of us is you I forgot that that, that, that happened in the movie. Statutory rape. You no. I'm not talking about the statutory rape, which isn't statutory because he's 18. They established he's 18. No, you <laughs> misunderstood the type of rape in that movie. Anyway, chairman of the board. There's no I can't promise that it's rape free, but Nate this loves is, it. This is this is the Friendsman's poll quote for chairman of the board. There are no rape scenes in chairman of the board. Nate, are you anyway. willing to bet your life on that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there can't be, dude. Come on. There can't be. Like, I don't remember, but it's a movie where he's like, do you know chairman of the board? No, I have self-respect. It's Carrot Top's movie. Yes. Okay? No, I and know plays, that. That's why I said I have self-respect. He plays a slacker surfer dude who gets called up to be uh, the, the CEO of a big corporation. And I'm sure that there's like problematic like elements in it, but there can't be a rape scene. <laughs> you would have said the same thing about Vision Quest. But it's like a children's movie. Also, it sounds like he's just fucking ripping off Polly Shore's career. Maybe. That's bullshit. Should have been Polly Shore. I don't respect Polly Shore. But you do respect Carrot Top. Yes. And no, I, don't know I, I don't think I respect Carrot Top. I like Carrot Top. So you don't like Polly Shore? Not particularly. I like Encino Man, but everything else kind of falls flat for me. I'm I'm post Polly Shore. Like I was five when he like was like downsloping. So like I, I was never alive for his like his like moment. I guess. Unbelievable. You don't You're older it. than me, dude. What do you want me to do? I want you to love Pauly Shore. I want you to fucking... Pauly Shore is 80s. Carrot Top is 90s. No, that's that's, that's no, what it no. boils Pauly down Shore to. Pauly Shore is early 90s. Carrot Top is five minutes in 1997. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm right. Pauly Shore had fucking staying power, dude. Do you like Encino Man? But Encino Man's so fucking great. And by the way... It's like one of the greatest movies ever. I, like, not I, no, 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 no. I agree with you on that. And by the way... Fucking Doom Patrol giving Brendan Fraser and it's pronounced I'm watch Fraser. That, it's you pronounced said it. Fraser yeah. and I'm so fucking pissed that people don't remember that he even did a fucking bump. Okay. He did a bumper for he was on The Daily Show and he recorded one of those like, you're watching Comedy Central. And what he said was this You're watching Comedy Central. This is Brendan Fraser. It's Fraser, not Fraser. I do remember that. <laughs> and if you call me Fraser, I will find out where you live. And it's fucking great. And then everybody fucking okay. gets his name wrong all the time. We need to get real here for a second, JP. We're gonna have a little true and on moment okay, here, okay? I'm, I'm up on the mic. Let's get real. So Brendan Fraser, Fraser. was Fraser. Apologies to a king. Seriously, I, I apologize, Fraser. You just went on that rant, Fraser. Wasn't he canceled by the Hollywood Mafia? Chris, put an echo on that, please. Hollywood, Hollywood Mafia. Mafia. I don't know. Didn't he disappear? Didn't his career end for a while because he was speaking out about a bunch of Me Too stuff? Yes, except it was way earlier, right? but he was blacklisted. Yes. Right. Okay. So this brings me to something that I've been talking about for a while that I think we need to talk about and okay. we need to publicly promote on this podcast pin, and pin in it, pin in it one second pin in it hey folks you can see Brendan Fraser on uh, Doom Patrol 
Doom Patrol. exclusively on HBO Max. HBO Max, have you ever wondered what was going on with Lois and Clark? Are they having new adventures? In Superman? Would you ever want to, like, know more about Lois and Clark's relationship? And not, like, what Superman does? You can catch it all on HBO Max. HBO Max. It's HBO. To the mess. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed this it. This is Nailed what I want to talk about. One take, bitches. AP. Yeah. What do you think about the same exact thing mm-hmm. that's happened to Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid has mental illness issues and is very not arguing aware about uh, and, and 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 yet is attention whoring and saying some really upsetting things not arguing okay you JP. Think, you think you think randy JP. quaid was blacklisted and therefore became a crazy person because he was blacklisted i think we need to save randy quaid because i don't i what if he's right dude what if he's right about like what what did he say like rupert murdoch is after him or something nate I, are you are you a Q follower? Um, I am Q. <laughs> if you want, if you want the truth about it, that's oh, me. No. I've been doing that. Oh no! All right, and okay. I'm here to say that Randy Quaid has been canceled by the Hollywood Mafia. Holly we weird. Need to save it, Holly weird Mafia. More like it. That's more you like son it. of a bitch. Don't say that. Don't you dare talk about Hollywood that way, JP. Look, I don't live there. I haven't. I haven't been a child star. I don't fucking know. No, I, I'm. I'm honestly joking because you're right. I, I'm sure he said horrible shit, but I do think Nate, about that a this lot. This is the fun of the. You come on, dude. You're like we're doing I, good bits, and then you're just like, okay, ha ha, the prestige. Well, no, because like, I no, want to no, move. I was, I was goofing with you. I want to move into like seriously. What if we're wrong about Randy Quaid? Like, yes, what if he's right. Let me say this. Let me say this to you, Nate. Yes, and. Hell yes. <laughs> but you have to keep, you have to say something, dude. It's not up to me. You have to say something. I, Randy, Randy, Randy Quaid flew an airplane into an, uh, an, a UFO yes. and then that saved yes. the world. Randy Quaid brought down building seven. I can't disprove that. I, I, I can't, I can't disprove that. I saw it in independence day. <laughs> um, you know who? You know the one that really upsets me in Independence Day is the 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 stripper that whole worked movie. with Vivica, and uh, that whole movie is dog shit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, no, this is, this is very fun. This is a very fun popcorn summer movie. Yeah, but this but like popcorn movie. Come on, no, but yeah. the, the lady's like, oh look, I'm gonna go to this building and hold up a sign that says they, I believe in aliens, <laughs> and then she just die. She didn't deserve that. She did not deserve that. You know what's interesting about Independence Day, JP? I don't. I, I'm good. I feel like you're going to tell me, but you hate this movie. So let's see. I, I don't respect it. Like, let me put it that way. Like, I had Sex fun when I saw it when I was a kid. Bitches. I had fun when I saw it when I was a kid. I, I'll give you that it's a fun popcorn movie. It hits all the marks. Did you know that it was very critically hated when it came out? Not surprised. Yeah. Like, for, for two weeks, I think. And then I think people have said that like the studio got Ebert to write like a glowing review of it. And then after that, everyone's opinion of it changed. 
right. I'm going to make a, contra- that's when a it, controversial point. That's here. when it made all its money. No, the movie, the movie had a blowout first week. It, it was, it was, I think it, it, it I, I, maybe I could be wrong, but I think the, I think the money was linked to the reviews in some way. Well, you know, Roger, Roger Ebert notoriously sold out all the time. The other thing, I'm sorry, I know a lot about Independence Day because I've listened to their action, the Action Boys episode on Independence Day, and they did a great job of explaining it. Action Boys, come, gonna, come on, Friendsman. This is going to, Action Boys, please come on, Friendsman. This is going to blow your mind, okay? So, Will Smith's role, unsurprisingly, was supposed to be a white person. Okay? I am surprised. Yeah, yeah, that's not the surprising part. Um, and they really had to fight to get him in the star position because uh, the producers that wanted him there thought he was really great and thought he could make the movie a lot of money. And then the other producers that didn't want him there were like, he's not a big enough name. He's not going to draw anyone in. Cause this is like first Will Smith's like, this is his blow up moment. Um, you've done stuff before that. The, the fucking fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I, I'm not the studio guy that said okay, he couldn't Nate, do it. But I but think you need to fucking apologize on behalf of that's white what men making bad decisions. So originally, do you remember Harry Connick Jr.'s role in the movie? He is the, uh, he's the wingman. For he's Will Smith's Smith. friend. And he's his wingman, and then he dies. And then he dies. So originally, Will Smith was supposed to be that part. Okay? It's racist. He's just going to kill the black man right away. Now, what else do you remember about that part? Uh, he wanted to be an astronaut. No, do you, no, the Harry Connick Jr. part, do you remember the big black person church monologue speech that he gives when they're flying. I don't remember that. And I'm very proud. It, you remember I, that, I, right? I don't remember that. And I feel like that's really, I think you, you want to phrase that differently. He does a black person church monologue, JP. That's what it is. Okay. Oh God. I, I see. Now so, I have to rewatch the movie, but also now I don't want to rewatch the movie. It's so clear that they just didn't change Will Smith's lines when they recast it as a white person. Thank you for ruining Independence Day. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so weird. Dude. Just thought I was allowed it's to so like weird. innocent things, but apparently Harry Connick Jr. is a Klansman, so. It's not his fault. They made him do it. What is he going to do? <laughs> he was just should following we orders. Talk, should we start was, talking about cancel culture, was, JP? Really? You want me to go off orders. on cancel culture, motherfucker? I, look, I honestly. You can't get mad at Judy Garland for doing blackface. She was fucking unconscious half the time. <laughs> and you can't be mad about Firefly getting canceled. I've never seen Firefly. What the fuck is wrong with you? Sorry. Nah, that's a good one. You really should watch it. It's a, a I would. Important, good, fun. Just a blind sci-fi. spot. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's Joss, Joss Whedon is canceled. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. Joss Whedon is canceled, but um <laughs> no, but the, the show, it's the I met Joss Whedon once. And uh, how did that go? Uh it was it was cool technically when I met him because like he had it was post Avengers movie, so I was like a huge fan of his. And then um, I was interning at College Humor in Los Angeles, and they were doing a series of like charity-ish videos where like comedians would come in and improv and then tell you to donate for like uh, water somewhere or something. 
and then uh, Joss Whedon was one of them, not the, the celebrities that came in. And he was really great. And he basically like rewrote the whole scene and like kind of directed the whole sketch. And it was just very cool to like see him work. Honestly. Okay. I, like he's yes, I know he's canceled, Pro- prob- but like problematic person, but uh, you, you can't deny that he, he is a lot of talent. He, he's got a lot of talent when it comes to storytelling and, and oh, how you do yeah, that yeah, yeah. through film. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. We got to talk about Paolo now. No, are we ready to talk? We've been putting it off. We've been putting it off. Let's talk that about Paolo. Son of a Let's bitch. talk about Paolo. That that scoundrel. So, so the, the I'm not surprised, honestly. I nobody was. Uh, he was he was pretending he couldn't speak English for the entire run. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So Paolo goes in for a massage with Phoebe. And, uh, well, he's very quick to take off the robe, if you know what I mean. He doesn't understand what she means when, when, when he, he says, I am to be, uh, naked. Mm. That's what he says to her. He says, I am, uh, to be, uh, naked. Yeah. Still pretending like he doesn't speak English. We're fucking on to you, dude. Now, here's, here's, here's what I want to say about this. Yeah, okay. He 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 makes a pass at Phoebe and and that's the way people describe it. Like I Just oh. real quick, let me let me say what happens. He takes off his towel, which is a whole thing, but she gets him on the table, starts giving him a massage, and he uh she's like at his head and he like reaches up and grabs her butt. I I mean, it's 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 presented in a rollout. That's exactly what ends up happening. And then, and then right. he exposes himself to her. The reason I wanted to, 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 oh, to yeah. express it though is, is flashes. Her, so yeah. like, if I was presenting a scene where a woman was trying to provide a professional service and the man massaged her leg and then completely grabbed her ass and then when she called him out on it exposed himself that would sound upsetting and troublesome and reflective of kind of the things we're admitting in the modern era you know what was presented here nate oh there were laughs there were laughs when he grabbed his leg her leg and then the laugh track though yeah and then the laugh track popped when he grabbed her ass And then the laugh track, wow. the laugh track went fucking hysterical when he like sat up and the towel uh, fell off and she wouldn't look at his dong, and like that sucks. Woof! Like I, I and and again, I I I I just want to give Claire credit because she's the one that mentioned this. Like an entire generation of people grew up where they watched this very popular and very normalizing show in which this kind of male behavior was treated with a laugh track. Like, yeah, okay, we get it. Phoebe's yeah. uncomfortable because this is her friend's boyfriend. But then like, what if it wasn't the friend's boyfriend? Like, what if this was just some dude doing it? And also you're literally putting a laugh track on it when he inappropriately yeah. grabs her ass. Like, well, also, JP, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's not a laugh track. It is a live audience reaction. I, I, they say that. I think they record with a live audience and then they 
use canned responses to in the same way that student that uh you you think that maybe that scene was shot without the live audience no no no, no. what i'm saying is okay so a thing that happens in professional sports especially uh football american and football the rest of the world is they pipe in recorded audience sounds that will help to direct the crowd to cheer the way that they want them to Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So here, I think it's a thing where they recorded the audience reacting, but then they also, after the fact, they 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 added they, some more. They in. add some more so that, and so they're really emphasizing how funny it is that this guy is. Yeah, yeah. So and 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 just just to say, JP, there is there is another part of the equation where Hollow is technically a, a bad guy. To the show, uh, I, I also think that they might be playing uh, off of like the audience might be laughing in some sense because he's a foreign person. I'm not trying to justify it. Yeah, I'm no, just trying no, to Nate, explain. You're, you're it. Italian. Paolo's Italian. Why don't you tell me how that? Yeah, does uh, that reflect well on your people? No, it doesn't. But but honestly, we're like gross, disgusting people that like oh, uh, show it. our penises to oh, everybody. Like, okay, then I'm, that part's true, and I'm very glad that the 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 audience. I'm glad that I'm glad that our fans don't see the Zoom recording here because that is yeah I've I've seen enough. Thank you, thank you. I I it's majestic. oh you're saying I it's showed majestic. you my penis. Oh okay. No, I look. I like what you did with the little mohawk haircut. That's cute. But that's like, that's cute. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. I don't have summer penis anymore. <laughs> currently, it is. Cur- currently, it is just a massive infection. Just to let you know. Oh, no. That's so much worse. Yeah. It's not usually that big. It's just all swell up. No, it, look, it, look, it, it looks good. You should be really proud. I got stung by a bumble. You know what? Nikki. Nikki should be really proud. Nikki's happy, JP. She's Nikki's fine. perfectly happy. Nikki's Please. Fine. She's absolutely alive. You keep my wife's name out of your mouth. My live wife's name wow. out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Paolo's a hairy motherfucker, huh? <sighs> He's got some body hair. He's not that hairy. I, I agree. I like he's hairy like I'm hairy. Like I have patches of body hair. Basically. Oh yeah, no, no. That's how I do too. Just like it's not everywhere, but like in some you areas. You seem like you're you seem like you're a full hair guy. No, 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 no. No? Okay, no, okay. No. I've been thinking about you with your shirt off a lot, so I just I just wanted to ask. As one do. Um well, what else we got here? What else we got here? Uh, well, no. Uh, okay, so 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 we've covered the major storylines. We're gonna get back to. I I, I agree get back with to you. Chandler it's, and Joey. It's weird that the it's the the laugh track during the assault. Oh no no, no it was it weird. was it was it was incredibly upsetting. They played it for laughs, and I get it, but that's an all male. I writer. I honestly didn't. That's, that's, I honestly that. didn't notice it when I was watching it today, it was, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up to like. I've seen these a million times and I just don't like, I'm just, I'm just, it's like listening to a song you've heard over and over again. And I don't know why I didn't notice no, it. No, no, that's no. that's so, crazy. So normally I'm like able to, to split my time where like, we'll put on a show, but then I can like play a video game as well and pay attention. But I'm, I'm, I'm paying full attention to these because I want to be just so fucking critical of them. So, um, I also, I also laughed too. <laughs> I laughed along with the audience. Anyway, this has been the last episode of Friendsman. Thanks for listening. Uh, go listen to something else. 
there are better things to do with your time than listen to this hate-filled awfulness. <laughs> Shut up, JP. <laughs> so Phoebe tells Rachel, which why why was it even a question? Why is she like we're like asking advice on if she should tell Rachel? She goes and tells like text her or call her right away. Like I, Jesus I, I, Christ. I, I will say she tells the friend group first and Ross though he's being self-serving does identify immediately that this is a feminist issue, which it fucking is like, like it's, it's but it, he, Ross can't say that he's trying to bone down. Dude. No, that no, completely no, no. negates Ross, the Ross feminist is issue. Super canceled this episode. He's Ross so is very canceled. I have an interesting question for you at the end of this episode. Um, very self-serving, but he, it, Hey, it, you, you see what happens. Yeah. Uh, the, well the, the Uma Thurman joke was very funny. I, I, liked I that. really liked that joke. That was that was, that was a funny. One. Um, um, no, no, but before we, because I think that resolution is the the actual end of the episode. But let's not forget the actual A story, the foosball story. Um, Monica, she rules at she foosball. Fucking rules at foosball, and they they even do it back in the uh, the closing credit scene where yeah. she's she's like I. I beat you myself versus the two of you. How about, how about I just, I'll, I'll, I'll put one hand behind my back and I'll play and the carrier and out of the fucking apartment. That's really, a runner for, for a couple seasons. That's actually pretty funny. It's so good. You can see that this is going to be a long running joke. So I, it was that storyline brought me a lot of happiness and I was glad to see the foosball table come in because it's going to be there for a while. So Rachel dumps Paolo. Mm-hmm. She's she's throwing his clothes off the balcony, That's which fine. like, yeah, no, I get it. It's fine. I'm not going to falter for it. But whenever I see girls doing that, I'm always like. I don't know why. Why, why would you want to, like, create a situation where, like, you would someone, you know what I mean? Like you can you can be I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I would I would like. I would like. Teach my daughter, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like for safety reasons, like just lock, just change the locks and leave all his shit outside. So you think Paolo's going to hit her? Well, I, I'm saying like, I'm saying like in a situation where like a bad guy is getting dumped because he cheated on a girl. Why, why isn't that a thought? To women who are like burning clothes or throwing clothes out of, I'm just saying it always. Uh, see, it always see, makes you, me see, worry. I was, I was gonna do a celebratory. I actually think it's cool. And then you referenced the thing that I was going to say, which is what fucking that opening scene of Stella got her groove back. Oh sure, sure, and she sure. fucking cleans out his closet, puts it all yeah. in the front yard, and lights it on fucking fire. Yep. Here's it. Hurting another person is never okay. That, yes, exactly. Yes. But this type of hurting another person, I'm medium okay on it. Like, like I would uh, Yeah, I'm it. fine with I it too. It, I'm not going to falter it's, for it's it. It's petty and it's childish, but it also gives the person doing it just some semblance of getting some of that power back when someone hurts them so bad. But to your point, I completely agree. Like, I listen to too much true crime. I'm always just worried about somebody murdering someone. You you don't know. And, and some, okay. So folks, the official stance of the friends and pod is don't throw people's clothes off the balconies. Yes. 
Yes, that's that's all I want to say. That's all Nate wanted to say about it. Don't so. stay with your your man just because of that. You can you can just put his clothes outside in a box. You can that, you like, can be very polite or woman, and you're breaking you know, up. Just with go. Some, you're breaking just up. Go with do his laundry. Honestly, <laughs> wow, wow. Just saying. Sorry. <laughs> there are other options. Jesus, Nate. This episode is bad, dude. I are you talking about this episode of our podcast? Because I think this is a good episode. I'm saying so much bad stuff. <laughs> oh, you weren't. I thought you. I was making a joke. The episode of Friends kidding. is bad. Yeah, the Friends episode is bad. Okay, yeah, this is my good we're, question. We're, we're doing a good episode, honestly. This is a great app. Don't worry, I'm this really, is a great app. I, 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 it's so fun bantering with you. You're really funny. I love you, man. I love you so. Yeah, much. I love you too, buddy. So. Ross sees his opportunity mm-hmm. like the real creep that he is. As 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 Chandler and Joey say, it's his time to swoop in. Guys, I did a really fucking cool hand gesture. You dude, missed it. Rock. Your your hand gesture was awesome, dude. Thank you very much. I enjoyed Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. You guys should be so, joining in on our Zoom recordings. Obviously, when I'm seeing that, I'm going like Ross. It's not the right time, dude. That's that's not like don't. What are you doing? Right. All right, but it pays off for him, right? No. <laughs> she tells him that she's done with men for a while, and he he goes, uh, 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 okay, okay, and he makes him an idiot of himself. But, but then my question. No, go but go ahead and what? ask your question. Go ahead and ask your question. So my question for you, JP, is. Let's say that both of us, either of us, are Ross, okay, hypothetically. And we want to, let's say, let's, let's say it the nice way. Let's say we want to make Rachel our girlfriend, okay? That's our goal. Okay. Okay? She dumps Paolo. Mm-hmm. You see her crying on the balcony. Mm-hmm. What do you do as Ross? What's your plan? I want to hear what your plan is. I let her friends help her in this very emotional state of mind. And I reach out maybe the next day or the day after and just let her know. I hope you're doing okay if you need to talk about anything. But like, I honestly think Ross inserted himself way too soon and way too self-serving on a thing where what she needed most was her closest friends. And although I don't believe in quote unquote friend zone, and I think it's some incel bullshit. I do think that him stepping in at that time puts him immediately in a, I'm a shoulder to cry on. And if that's your avenue, practically it's just not the best thing to do. But also like, if that's your avenue to entering into a romantic relationship, it's skeevy. It's, it's, it's manipulative. And 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 like right. that's not the way you do it. And I'm not saying honestly. My biggest concern would just be like my friend is going through something devastating. She needs some time to cope with this with her closest friends, and then I can talk to her about it. But he just like it's gross and weird. Anyway, yeah, Nate, what would you do? You know, lift weights in front of her. Yeah, I I I, I pop the shirt off in front of her. Um, here's what I do, JP. Here's what I do. 
I think I think that there's there's a way to do what Ross wanted to do without being creepy and skeevy. And let me tell you what I would do, okay? You don't go out to the balcony, right? You let her friends go out there. You let her friends help her out. Mm-hmm. They, they talk for however long you need. And you chill Agreed. inside with your boys. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You chill yep. inside with Joey and Chandler because that's going to be a blast no matter what. I mean, you play some fucking <laughs> foosball, dude. Right. You go play foosball. And then when Rachel comes back inside, you know, you let you let Joey hug her first. And you and he said, oh, you're doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? She said, I'm doing fine. Go away. And then you wait, wait, hug wait. her second. He's going to say our catchphrase to her? Yeah, Joey's going to be like, how are you doing? Do you know that that's Joey's catchphrase? I, I thought you said you invented that for our podcast. No, dude, that's what Joey says. He says, how you doing? And that makes women want to have sex with him. Oh, it makes women sit naked with nothing but a trench coat on a subway bench. Exactly. So you hug Rachel second. Okay? Okay. You, you hug Rachel second mm-hmm. and you say, are you okay? And she's going to be like, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I'm sad, but it's it's okay. And be like, all right, I just want to make sure you're okay. And that, like, you know that you're better than this. That's what I'd probably say. And she'd be like, oh, thanks, Ross. And then she hugs Chandler, okay? And I... Grab her ass. No, no, no. I walk backwards, okay? And the, and the B camera sees me slip out the door, okay? And then slow dissolve. Uh, fade to black, open on. Uh, later that night, all of the friends are are playing a board game, minus Ross. Rachel's got a blanket over. She's eating some ice cream. Everyone's making her feel better. And we're just having a great night with friends, okay? And then um, well, I come mean, back in. Do you mean like, like actual friends, or do you mean like you have a great night because you're all watching the friend show? You know what I mean. The friends are having a great night as friends. The friends don't watch friends, okay? So then I re-enter, okay? I re-enter covered in rain, soaking wet, carrying a bouquet of roses. Ross re-enters, soaking wet, covered in rain, carrying a bouquet of roses. And he goes, Ross, what's, Ross, what's wrong? Are you okay? And Ross says, Rachel, can I talk to you in the hallway for a second? And Rachel says, uh, yeah, sure. And everyone goes, oh, Ross, are you sure you're okay? He goes, I'm fine, I'm fine. And they go out in the hallway and say, Rachel, know that now is like not really a great time to like, get roped into anything for you. Like I, I get that, but like, um, I, I've been wanting to say this for like 15 years and, and the time has never been right. So I'm not going to let that be a a problem anymore. And I'm, I want to tell you that like, I, I, I like you a lot and I always have, and you're a really great person. And, uh, whenever you're feeling up to it, if you want to like grab lunch or or go on a dinner date or something and and maybe see if we could like date each other for real. I'd really be into that. And and I don't want this to be weird either because, you know, I really value our friendship. So if no is the answer then that's that's fine too and and I hope you'll let me know when you're ready. And then you give her the roses and you give her a hug and you walk away. It seems really far fetched. I just I Bling, created by David Crane, Marta Kaufman. I, I, that, I mean, you can you can throw that tag on there if you want, but that doesn't sounds far fetched. I yeah, can't. I, I, I honestly, I can't see it going that way. Respecting women, I, 
feel like I feel like mostly what he's going to do is be like whip out his dick and be like, you know what? I understand your problem with Paolo. Well, yeah, what would happen is like a bunch of bugs would come out of the flower and like crawl all over his arm and like bite him. And he would like have to go to the hospital because he like tried to profess his love to Rachel. I don't that, that sounds you're working in fantasy here, sir. That doesn't that doesn't, I am. That's that's the that's the role I work in, baby. Nate, um, Nate, let me ask you this. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me talk about the the the, the, the button on the whole fucking episode. Yeah, the I great really button. Loved, I really button. loved. Yeah. I it, that Ross is saying like, you know, he's just trying to trying to trying to be there for Rachel, and then Rachel is just like, oh no, yeah, no, no, your son would never do that when he grows up. David Schwimmer plays the scene so fucking well. Yeah. My boy? My boy? My boy? Yeah. It was heartfelt. He's got, and, great, and they, they, he's got great acting and, hands. He, People yes. can't see me, but he's as, like, as, 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 a, boy? As, as a person who talks with his hands all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I get it. But no, he, uh, it was, it was such a heartfelt moment. They, they, they that, that after trying to avoid finding out the sex of his child and then it's revealed by Rachel accidentally and then like everyone's celebrating, including right. Chandler and Joey come in and they're like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. We already knew that. Like it was, it was just, <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting it. They're getting their fucking like their cadence and their rhythm and they, they're really getting how to deliver these jokes. It's so fantastic acting from David Schwimmer because after, after you see him elated, that, you know, he's found out this great information, you know, no matter what the answer was going to be, uh, you see, like, some real fear set into yeah. him. Oh, <laughs> like, absolutely. He's like, absolutely. And it's still sweet, but, like, he's like, it's like, whoa, no, man, it, like, it's real now. Schwimmer's so good. He is. So, Nate, here's my favorite friend of the episode. Go for it. Um, As much as I want to give it to Phoebe, who is just the reigning champion, Monica being good at foosball was such a fucking delight to watch and her bad shit talking and making out with her brother. I, that was the story that Monica delivered in those scenes in a way that we're going to see more in the future. And I just fucking adored Monica in this episode. So I'm, I'm actually giving it to Monica for the first time. I bet. I, I bet you probably remember because I, I you watched you watched the uh, the later seasons when it was first airing, right? That's correct. So I bet you remember uh, Monica versus Paul Rudd ping pong match. Uh huh. <laughs> where she's super competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great episode too. Uh, all right. Well, my my friend of the episode, I'm gonna give it to Phoebe. You know, because I I'm believe all women and I respect women so I'm going to give it to Phoebe. All right, that I think that's fair. I forgot to give you a homework project. Now you still have a homework assignment for the last time. Yeah, but you can give me another one cuz I, I still got to make the soup. If you want me to watch something that's good. I have I have a recommendation for you too, but you don't have to do it if you don't want. Well, now you're being shitty, so go ahead. What's my homework assignment? Okay, uh, I have a movie recommendation for you. Okay. This, it's this a comedy. Is, this is shot. Oh, it's a comedy this time. It's a comedy. It's a comedy, but it involves racism and gore. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, it does involve gore. Uh, it's a horror comedy. 
This is a movie that I enjoy very much. Um, are you familiar? Because I'm not familiar with these guys on their uh, internet presence. But do you know who the five second film guys are from YouTube? I am familiar. I I I I am not familiar with their work. I I am I I sure. know what they do. You know the name, right? Yeah, that's 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 what I know about them too. But anyway, this is a movie that they made. Okay, and it's called. The title of the movie is called. Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. All right, I'm getting out my phone to type this I'll down. I'll text it to you. Dude Bro oh, Party yeah, yeah. Massacre text 3. Text it to me. Yeah. All right. And uh, this is a horror parody. Um, it it stars, co-stars uh, Mark from The Room, Greg Sestero. Uh, which is pretty cool to see him working. Okay, He's that's very fucking funny awesome. Too. And I, I have yeah. read his book. Oh yeah, book's great. Uh, he's very funny in the movie. He, it's interesting to see him because he's he's doing purposeful bad movie acting instead of like trying to do acting and then it getting edited into a bad movie. You know what I mean? I do, and I good. I love a good meta joke. It's very interesting. The whole movie is a meta joke because this is the third installment of the classic 80s horror frat franchise dude bro party massacre but there's no there's no one or two that's a, that's a good I mean? joke it's like how leisure suit larry skipped the third the uh, third yeah game. exactly you don't know and that reference see i'm learning I know that when who leisure you suit larry exactly. is i know who leisure suit larry is jp <laughs> I never got to play the game because I was like two by the time the third one came out, but I know who Leisure Suit Larry is. Um, and, and the entire thing is presented like a the only copy of it that exists anymore is some guy's VHS copy. So there's like commercials in there and stuff, too. It's very funny. OK, that's all right. I want you to send me that link. Now, here's here's what I am, am recommending. To it's you. on uh, it's on Tubi, Tubby, Tubi. Tubi, Tubby, Quibby, Tubi, Yubi, Doobie. Okay, okay, drug lord. Hey, Cheech, let's get let's move. Shut on. up, Narc. Um, all right. Uh, here's my recommendation. <laughs> that should be the byline <laughs> of our podcast. A DEA agent and pothead talk about friends. Former DEA agent. A former DEA agent and pothead. A technically former DEA. I don't trust you yet. Just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I been still don't trust this you. entire fucking thing, and I'm sending it You're to my tricking me DEA into talking friends. about True Anon on here. Uh huh. Nate, I've got a recommendation for you, and yes. it is a movie, and I would like us to watch it together. Okay, for sure. Um, and that can be via Discord, FaceTime, uh, Hug Zone. I don't know how fucking people stream things together. I'm um, off Hug Zone. You're not on Hug Zone anymore. No, I'm off Hug Zone. Too many oh. perverts on Hug Zone. All right, we'll talk, we'll talk about it offline. That's a shame, though. Um, <laughs> thank you for selling that joke. Um, I would like for you and I, and possibly our significant others as well, to sit down and watch a movie. It's from the late 80s called Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, and I would, I would, bitch. I would very much like for all of us to watch that together. And I yeah, we'll also ask all of our friends, Mennonites, to please watch Weekend at Bernie's after this episode and be ready 
And I want all of you. That's very, that's going to be very interesting. I want all of you to send us your questions about Weekend at Bernie's and only about Weekend at Bernie's. And I want you need to make, you need you. to make a show email for all. Well, in the meantime, they're going to send us DMs or, or just respond to any of our, our, our posts. DMJP. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is going to be, it, it's an early run, but I think it's time for Nate to fully appreciate how good Weekend at Bernie's is as a movie, despite his, well, the friends told me it was a bad movie. Listen, which is, which is, by the way, Nate, when he's not on the mic, when movie. Nate is not on the mic, that's, he sounds like this. Well, gee, John, uh, my wife's name is Nikki, and I got a kid on the way. And it's fine, but like he like Gomer hides file. it. He gets on the mic, and he's like, oh, flippity flobbity, I speak it's good not English. A, it's not good either, dude. Just putting on airs, Nate. Just putting on airs. So we're, we're going to watch that together. Nikki, Nikki will probably watch it with us. I cannot promise that, though. I will say in the future, you need to be very careful about what you decide to involve Nikki in because she will not watch every movie. Let me just say that. I I'm trying. You were the first one to do this, but I'm trying to build some sort oh, I'm, of I'm, rapport I, I love it. between I love it. Nikki I'm just saying and it, Claire and yes, John I love and it. Dude. I love it. I'm just saying she'll, she'll definitely probably be up for watching weekend of Bernie's, especially because she's heard so much about it from friends. All I'm saying is if it was like, she has some very weird rules about movies. Uh, Nikki's number one rule about movies for the future. Oh, no. No swords. If, there, if there's swords in the movie, Nikki is not interested in that movie, Okay, JP. that's a hard line. See, I was going to go with Nikki. That's funny, probably, though, right? That's fucking ridiculous and awesome. Um, and I was she's, go she's with, dead maybe, serious maybe too. Nikki just wants to be invited to hang out with some. No, she does. She kids. will. She'll be coming for sure. Well, but I'm saying, like, if I, you I'm not saying like, make Nikki do it. I'm saying invite Nikki to join us. I absolutely will. But all I'm saying is, if you had pitched like Lord of the Rings or something, which is like a fantastic movie, but just no, 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 Nikki will not be watching. <laughs> all right, that is noted. I won't invite her. Nate. Nikki is very June in her sensibility. I'm getting that, that sense. Way. I am very yes. much getting that sense. She doesn't have bad taste, but she has very specific taste. I, 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 I hear entirely. All right, Nate. I'm, I, this is I, a long I one, dude. No, not really. We'll, we'll cut it down. Oh, yeah. No, we're fine. Chris White cut out everything Nate said. Just, yeah, just play JP's track. The JP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. Dude. I'm sorry. It was a long, like week and a half where we didn't talk, or we, we didn't, we didn't. Oh jump yeah, I on. missed you. I missed you, man. I missed you too, buddy. Um, this has been fun, and I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as we did making this. It's really a delight, and I, I hope you're all enjoying it. And please interact. Shoot us some texts about it. Shoot us some DMs about it. Send me dick pics. I don't care. I just want to hear that people are watching the show. JP saw my penis tonight. Uh, maybe it's time that he see yours. Yeah, it was like he was holding a mouse. And JP, I want to say we're on the Zoom call. Please, thank you for not making fun of the stupid army man haircut that I had to give myself. Where like I look like the dad from American Beauty, and like it's, it's really bothering me. Dude, so thank fuck you off! Much. You look handsome as shit. I, I I don't know why, Nate. You don't give yourself enough credit, and it's really tough. 
it's your friend. It's not, I'm not going to step in and give you the credit, but like, I see it. You got to no, yeah, you gotta I love yourself more, I buddy. I love myself. I, I had to cut my own hair, so I, I was just Think coming. you look fucking handsome as shit? It's fine. It's fine. Um, JP, this has been great. It, this has been great. I, I, I love it. I love it when we fight. I love it when we joke. <laughs> I love it when you're here with me. I love that I can see you, man. Yeah, I love this, that I can see you. The Zoom shit is really good. This is more fun. Maybe we'll switch to a Twitch stream. Oh. Need an excuse That's for another to day. I gotta lose computer. computer. All right, Nate, I love you. And JP, love you look you. fantastic, my friend. Don't, don't even fucking talk about it. I don't want to hear nothing about losing weight. I don't want to hear nothing about like uh, catalog models and then their underwear because that's not that's not how a man look. I don't I don't know what man looks like anyway. It's irrelevant. The man looks like this. I'm pointing at JP's window on my Zoom window here. Man looks like JP. Look, grow a beard. You can fool anybody about it. Hell yes, brother. All right, this has I'm been. I'm turning into Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Um, this has been another episode of Friend Talk, the best podcast about the television show, The Friend Show. This is JP signing off. Nate? Bye. All right. Peace out, homies. Peace. I'd rather have, I'd rather have a knife than a snack.